0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another Creature Feature episode with Fairy Tall Tales. This is Meg. I'm going to be sharing a really funny story today about a creature, I suppose we could call it, that I hope you've never heard of because I hadn't heard of this before I did some research on it and it had me falling out of my chair. Um, Maybe that's just because I think everything's funny, but I hope you guys like this too. So I wanted to pick something that was kind of festive with the Thanksgiving holiday um, coming up tomorrow. And unfortunately, there's not like some crazy turkey creature that I came across. I mean, if you know of one, please let me know because I definitely would want to do a story on a weirdo spooky turkey something or other in the future. I think that would be really funny. But since I couldn't find anything Um, more Thanksgiving-related, I decided to do some digging into some Native American folklore. So, I found a great story for you guys. So, most of us know the story of Thanksgiving. You know, the pilgrims and the Indians, they share a meal. And, um, you know, so we're going to be discussing some different Native American folklore. In Iroquois and Wyandotte mythology there is a cannibalistic monster or a spirit called Flying Head. (laughs) So (laughs) it's every bit as great as you're imagining right now, okay? I was dying laughing. The picture on Wikipedia, you have to look it up. We will put it on our Instagram because it's super funny. It's a picture of, like, legitimately this flying head, like just a big old head, um, floating behind a woman who is roasting acorns in a fire and the caption says flying head terrified of woman cooking and eating acorns so naturally I was like dying to just learn where this story went so um let's talk first a little bit about what big head flying head it goes by both of those names so you'll hear me say both of those a couple times in this episode um what it's like to be uh, what it's supposed to be like when you see flying head or big head and what kind of um, features it had. So um, it's a monster that visits in the form of a giant floating head, basically exactly what you would assume. And um, it's, it's pretty funny, like I said. So uh, it's an angry and dark face covered in wrinkles with, like, very furrowed brow, like just old man kind of really scary, creepy looking, very dark. It has very large black wings that are similar to that of a bat. Um, The head is coated in really thick black scraggly hair that protects it from the piercing of arrows, meaning that it's like you you really can't kill flying head. Um, Not that it matters because it's a spirit or a monster anyways, and I don't really think you can kill those things. Um, So big, big giant floating head covered in black hairy hair. Hairy hair. (laughs) Hairy hair black hair, um, which is really thick and coats it from, you know, being wounded. And it has giant bat-like wings and big old talons underneath it. So it's like this big weird bird bat head creature thing that's really terrifying, just like it, it sounds like it would be. Um, it's said that when it flies through the sky, the beating of its wings upon the wind, um, the sound Causes a, it causes like a mournful sound that scares the people, terrifies them, frightens the women and children. And Big Head is said to mostly come in the night to terrorize women and children. And it does that by beating its wings upon the walls of their houses and muttering terrible cries in an unknown tongue. So there's this big old giant floating head. It's, when it's standing on the ground, it's bigger than the tallest man that exists. And it is, um, you know, it's beating its giant bat-like wings against the walls of your house and just like muttering these terrible cries in a language you don't understand. And then, you know, eventually after horrifying you for the night, it takes off and a couple weeks later, uh, or a couple days later rather, death would follow and somebody in the family would die. So, big head, um, according to legends, like the original Native Americans in the area that is now New York near the Adirondack Mountains. That's where this story takes place. Uh, So one of my favorite places to go hike and backpack is now absolutely ruined for me because anytime I'm in the woods there, I'll just be terrified at every sound of a bird that it's going to be Big Head coming to get me. So thanks. Uh, Anyways, so these Native Americans lived in the area of the Adirondacks up in New York, and they were, um, the, the tribe eventually started to dwindle and stories about why the tribe up there dwindled differ on, um, you know, a couple different reasons. But basically in the story of Big Head, it talks about how there was a really, really harsh winter and it caused a lot of plants to die off and drove animals away to other areas, um, you know, which would would cause the hunters to maybe follow them. But these people really were stuck to their land. They they were surrounded by some um, some very like more malicious Native American tribes. So they were kind of stuck where they were. They didn't want to leave their their you know heritage land there either. So they decided to switch to fishing. And then ev- eventually, there was no fish left for them to catch either. Um, so famine started to wipe out whole families. So younger men who were in this Native American tribe decided that, well, you know, we obviously have to leave. Like, we can't try and live here. There's no plants. There's no animals to hunt. Like, we can't fish. What are we going to eat? Uh, so these young, this young generation is talking to the, you know, the older generation of the tribe. And the older generation, as they are, were very stubborn. They didn't want to leave. They said, you know, no, we can't leave this land. It's been in our family for years. Like, there's all these terrible people who live on the outside of us. Even if we make it past them, you know, where are we going to go? So the young men got so frustrated with the stubbornness of the old men, and they decided to take care of them, so to say. So, unfortunately, the elders of the tribe were decapitated by the younger men, and the young men decided, in order to... Um, To kind of like make up for what they did, they decided to sacrifice, to to dedicate the killing as a sacrifice to the master of life, which was like their version of of a god being, if you will. Um, And so they decapitated the elders, tied their heads together and sunk them in the lake and uh, burned them first. Sorry, they decapitated them, burned their heads and then sunk them all together in the bottom of the lake. This caused bubbles and slime to appear on the lake and a giant terrible head with wings appeared and never would let the tribe escape its wrath. So that's how Big Head was said to come about. It was brought about by the younger generation killing the older stubborn generation and decapitating them and throwing their heads in the lake. So that brought about the wrath of Big Head who comes at night to take away women and children by death after viciously beating its bat-like wings against the walls and muttering terrible cries in an unknown tongue. Um, so I bet you're dying to know where this lady with the acorns comes back in, our great first image there we had. So, uh, you know, the story comes to an end when a little old lady is roasting some acorns in the fire, tending the fire, and, uh, big heads hanging out at the door, you know, getting ready to terrorize this lady, and he's looking in the window, and, um, he sees this woman, and he's like, oh, She's eating live coals straight out of the fire. She must be, like, really freaking par- powerful. And that—that's all, that's all she wrote. You know, that's all it took. He was so terrified by the power of this woman who could eat live coals from the fire that he fled and never bothered the Native Americans again. So the moral of this story, folks, is, uh, you know, even though the elders of our nation are dumb and stubborn, The answer is not to decapitate them and sink their heads in the lake, or we will suffer the wrath of Big Head. Flying Head, if you will. Uh, And with that, I I bid you adieu, my friends. I hope you enjoyed my my story, and I hope you got a couple laughs imagining Big Head floating around, and I uh, hope none of you are um, as unfortunate as to be visited by his wrathful cries and the beating of his wings upon your homes. Stay spooky, my friends! If you have a favorite creature that you want us to feature in a future Creature Feature episode or an idea for one of our regular episodes for a cool fairy tale or true crime story that you want us to cover, you can email us at fairytalltalespod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at fairy tall Tales. We hope that you guys will check us out, and thanks for listening.